This is In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. Southern Illinois native and author Kimberly Gordon Biddle is out with a new children's story. This one is Darlene's Double Dutch Dreams. Kimberly was recently back in Southern Illinois, and I talked with her about the book. Okay, this story is about family, family traditions, and having courage. Yeah, that's what uh, this story is about. And I was inspired to write it. Um, just so much about family and family traditions. Like when I wrote LaDonna Plays Hoops, that was about family and family traditions, and so is this one. But it's a different story. Um, this one is about finding courage. And um, it's a different young lady. She has three sisters. She has a mom and dad. And... Um, and they do double dutch, of course, mm-hmm. instead of play basketball. <laughs> so, yeah. As I understand a little bit, um, a little bit about the story, they're they're entering a a, a double dutch contest. Yeah. Things don't go quite as expected, or things are a little different this time around. Right. Yes, it's different um, because Darlene usually twirls the ropes, and it's Venetia that jumps. But something along the way happens. And Darlene ends up jumping. And she's not used to it. And she doesn't have as much rhythm in her feet. Um, But you'll have to read the story to see how it ends up. I can only imagine. (laughs) My kids had me try double dutch once. Once. And that was it. (laughs) Then they told me, go away. Don't even try, Dad. I could, I could imagine. This book, like your others, has these wonderful illustrations in them. What is that? Just adds so much to the story, I would think. Yes, with picture books, I mean pictures are half the story, right? And my illustrator, he's done all three books, so we're we're used to working with each other. And the publisher wanted him to do Darlene, even though it was a different character. And he came up with great pictures, as always. His name is Heath Gray, and he lives in New Zealand. So we've never met each other. We communicate mostly through social media and emails. Um, But he's really great, and he has very joyful pictures, which were important for me. Um, I wanted wanted the pictures to be joyful. Children's books, I think, is such a a special genre book because – I know my kids and 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 uh, and our, our our granddaughter now they're like they're like sponges at this at this age and everything they take everything in and and so much also is they take it literally too. Um, how important is is the stories and 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 mating the stories with the with the illustrations and the pictures and in, in in doing a, a, a children's book to you? With picture books, the writer. Is And the words are only half of it, right? It's the illustrations mm-hmm. that tell the other half of the story. And I write middle grade as well. And in middle grade, you describe the scene a lot and um, so that people can imagine it in their head. Um, you say more about different movements and you describe clothing and all of that so people can imagine it in their head. But with picture books... You try to be sparse and concise with your language, mm-hmm. and you try to—you have to have your story arc, of course, but 
you try to capture sort of the skeleton of the story and let the illustrator be free <laughs> to create the rest. Sure. So what was your creative inspiration for, for, for this one? Um, I mean, listeners may remember you grew up in southern Illinois in this area, and, and I know that your family experiences have played an important part in, in a lot of your writing. What, what, was, what was kind of the inspiration for, for Darlene's story? Um, again, it was about family, family traditions. Um, I and I wanted something about courage, um, and and I wanted to move to a different character. It's so funny because I write usually in first person, so everyone thinks that all my characters are me, and I'm like, no, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> and so I wanted to have another character, and so I created Darlene and her sisters. And the double dutch is because it's very, it has played a very important role in African-American culture and heritage. And so I chose double dutch. And then I wanted it to be rhythmic. And so that's kind of how Darlene's story came about. Because I had written two stories about LaDonna and everybody thought she was me. And I'm like, no, that's not me. I played softball here in Southern Illinois. I did not play basketball. And I'm not Darlene either. I'm not very good at double dutch either. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to create a new character. But I wanted it to be about courage. And last time it was about skills Mm -hmm. and having the will to, to do it. And this time it's about courage. Mama's resting in bed, reaching down to hug her. I cry. Love you, Mom, but I can't do this. Mom smiles and says, you can do this, darling. Soon my sisters join me in Mom's room. Let Mom rest. We have to find a way to win the contest. And we only have one more day, says Trina. I can't. I just can't. Besides, that's Vanessa's chant, and I have my own, I say, and I run to our bedroom. Tears fall and my head hangs low. We have to win, I think. Mom needs us. That night, I look at all the family trophies, even Mom's. Then I wriggle down into my bed and pull up my covers. I jump double dutch in my same dream. Take a hop, take a jump, take a sweet sugar lump. Take a jump, take a hop, find the rhythm, don't stop. I can just hear the, the inspiration there that she's going through this and, and that she's going to be ready to, to do what she, what she needs, to, needs to do. And, and the, the family history that you see there, talking about the awards that are on the, on the shelves, I think, I think pretty much anybody can, can relate to that in one, some way or another. Yes, I think um, research says, and then just in my own life, you know, with my own son and with me growing up, I mean, you know, when there's family traditions that, you know, families want you to follow those traditions. And, you know, and for Darlene, double dutch is a tradition, right? Mom did it, her sisters, and she do it. And um, she's asked now to play another role. Mm-hmm. So she has to figure out if she can play this role and she has to find the courage to do it and mm-hmm. step up and we'll see what happens. <laughs> For our listeners' benefit, your, your mother's sitting in the other side of the studio, so she, she's listening. To, she's listening to this, but I know that when we talked last time, you you mentioned how important she was instrumental in you in terms of getting your education. How important she stressed that education was to do. So I'm saying she's had a pretty pretty significant influence on on where you've been and where you're going. Yes, she has. Um, my mom um, raised me. Um, 
pretty much by herself. Um, of course, we have extended family, and my father um, helped some. But extended family and my mom, is, that's who raised me. And the closest story, I guess, to my life was that very first one about mm-hmm. playing hoops, although I'd never played hoops. My family is really into basketball, and we used to have these family reunions every other year, like uh, LaDonna did. And so my mom really stressed education and sort of being a lifelong learner. And I think that's what I am because right now I'm learning <laughs> how to write <laughs> um, fiction for children. And, um, and with every book, you learn something, right? Every book you write, you learn something. And then I decided to work on um, middle grade novels, which are very different and a lot longer than picture books. And... Um, so I'm learning about that, too. And um, so, <laughs> yeah, she taught me to be a lifelong learner, I think. So she really um, and to follow my dreams, which is also sort of a theme in Darlene, you know, to, to keep your dreams alive and um, have the courage to keep your dreams alive, even when it's difficult and challenging. So, yeah, she was a big influence on me. Is there someone that... that that got you kind of pushed you and, and got you started in 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 writing in writing fiction and in children's books or was it just kind of a natural organic process for you I wanted to do okay I um so when I was at Stanford in graduate school um thinking about what I wanted to do afterwards and what what was my plan and what was my focus um I wanted to help people <laughs> So, and I know that, you know, as a professor, especially at the schools where I taught, you know, you're really helping people because a lot of times we have first generation mm-hmm. students. And I've, and over the years, I've been, I've been known as a really good mentor to mm-hmm. students. Um, so I was really helping people. But I realized, too, that there's another way. And it was through books because mm-hmm. children learn so much through books, as you said. And there are these sponges. Right, and I wanted to tell the story of African American families that had joy in it, mm-hmm. um, and how and adaptive ways of overcoming challenges mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so, yeah, and that came to me when I was in graduate school, like many years ago. And it took a while for me to get published because mm-hmm. like, I had to learn how to do it. Um, and I think the world had to be ready for these stories <laughs> with joy, too, as well. Um, a lot of stories with African-Americans are about history mm-hmm. or they're um, nonfiction or they're about uh, slavery or struggles and all that. And I wanted it to be just about my everyday life. And I want little girls to see themselves in, in the books and feel good. I was going to ask you about that because that's a, that's central to your to your stories. You've got these 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 uh, young women that that are learning and embracing life, and 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 it just seems like a very important as a role model, even. Yes, in fact, uh, another thing, the element that I have in my stories is social and emotional learning, mm-hmm. right? That comes from my academic background, but I try to have a lesson in the stories, not hit them over the head with it, but just 
something that happens in everyday life and then you learn something, right? Like, you know, that you, you do have the skill and you just need the will to do it. Or, and that was the first one. And then the second one is that, you know, hope and love is the same, whether you're in the United States or if you're in Paris, in, mm-hmm. in France. And then this one is having courage in family traditions and stepping up when you need to and don't let your dreams don't let your dreams sort of be lost even if it's a challenge to um, obtain them. So yeah, I I use what I know about social and emotional learning and behavior and all of that when I'm writing these books. And so it all sort of comes together. So uh, we were talking earlier, and you'd mentioned that uh, uh, you've been a, even a university professor, and that you mentioned that you have retired and now focusing, I guess, concentrating primarily on on, on your writing. Is mm-hmm. is that a big a big switch to to fo- concentrate from teaching in the classroom to translating that into your stories that you're you're writing? Yeah, well, you know, I I didn't get my PhD in English. I got it in child and adolescent development. So I know a lot about kids, right? So I understand kids, but it's just learning the process of writing fiction, right? Because I also write textbooks. I don't know if you remember that, but I write textbooks too. And so like... Um, this is like a marriage of my academic knowledge and my love for children and trying to sort of help them and teach them and guide them along the way in their development. So, yeah, that's kind of why I did this. And then the whole retiring thing was now I get to concentrate totally on writing. I'm still doing textbooks. In fact, I'm under contract for those. I'm still doing children's books. But I get to focus on it pretty much all the time, besides being a wife and mom. <laughs> um, and so I, I can be productive and, you know, more productive and more prolific. And and uh, I really enjoy the process of writing. It's peaceful and everything. And, um, yeah, and this one won the Purple Dragonfly Award, Darlene's Double Dutch Dreams. And so that was nice. And um, and I get to write songs too, right? I, was I ask, write a song I, on I know every you book. Love, I know you yeah. love music, and this book comes with its own. Is it? Would you call it its theme song? What? Uh... Yeah, the the name of the song is Double Dutch Queen, and yeah, it has its own theme song. So yeah, I like to do that, and it's fun, you know, and it's something I enjoy doing, and so. You know, in your retirement, you don't have to just sit on the couch. You can do other things, too, especially things that you love, right? That's author Kimberly Gordon-Biddle. Her new children's book is Darlene's Double Dutch Dreams. For this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams.
sweet sugar lump. Take a jump, take a hop. Find the rhythm, don't stop. In my dream.